You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 188 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, it's another exciting episode of Soul Forge Podcast. We have a special episode for you this week. I'm talking to an author, a writer of words. His name is Darren Lee, and I'm going to be presenting our Skype interview in just a moment or so. So what this is, is it's a, uh, a chat with me and Darren, and we're talking about his recently published book of poetry called Hoetry. And... I've read pretty much all of it. It's got some rather unique imagery in it. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I recommend you uh, getting this this book for yourself. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much. I am just going to go ahead and I'll play a promo for another podcast on the ESO network, and then we'll launch right into the Skype chat that I had last week with Darren. And uh, that's pretty much it. Are you tired of podcasts only covering good movies or bad movies? Where could you possibly turn to find both in one convenient place? There has got to be a better way. Well, now there is. Try the podcast Double Edge Double Bill, where Adam and Thomas dive into both a good and a bad film in every episode. Sound too good to be true? Well, listen to this testimonial. Double Edge Double Bill got me to watch Total Recall and Junior in one night. I was both entertained and scarred permanently. Thanks, Double Edge Double Bill. Available now on the ESO Network and wherever podcasts are streamed. Hey, SoulForge listeners, we've got a special treat for you today. We've got an author named Darren Lee, and he's here to promote some of his recent work. How are you today, sir? I'm doing awesome. Uh, it's nice to meet y'all, everybody that's listening, and it's an honor to be on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, very glad to have you here. Uh, so you contacted me last week. You, you joined the Facebook page for the SoulForge podcast, and so we decided to set up a little bit of a conversation. You you sent me a copy of your uh, your recent book. How many books have you written? Is this your first one, or uh, what's, what's your background, basically? Well, I was in the Navy on submarines, and before that I was doing digital marketing. So... Um, kind of just write writing is always a thing in digital marketing you're always trying to do copyrights and uh call to actions and all types of stuff so i've wrote a lot of books throughout the year but it's the first one i've actually published ah okay okay so you've got uh, a bunch of stuff that you've worked on that may be published one day or is that just stuff that uh, is never going to see the light of day would you say uh, I'll publish some of it. Some of it's just kind of just personal, but the other parts, it'll be a series to this to the book I just wrote right now, the poetry book. And then there'll be some some personal, some self help, and maybe a couple children's books. Ah, okay, that's that's pretty cool. All right, so let's let's find out who you are as a person. So you you were in the Navy, you were on submarines. Yes. Uh, how old are you now? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. And where are you from? Uh, I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, raised in 
the Panhandle of Florida, the oh. Long Beach area. Okay, very cool, very cool. All right, and um, this book that you've recently written, uh, it's called Poetry instead of Poetry. Yes. <laughs> it's a nice twist on things. How did you come up with that name? Um, I thought for one, like I said, I wrote, a f- I wrote a few books. I just haven't put them out, and I was psych- I was kind of like, okay, which one do I want to put out first? And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to put something out first, I need it to be poppy. I need it to be, like, spicy. It's going to catch people's eyes, and it's going to be like kind of like a coming out book. With the name alone, I knew it was going to be uh, pretty solid on um, settling or at least catching people's eye at least enough to ask more questions. So, Oh, for sure. Right? With- <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was say, most people that see it, they're like, oh, that's clever. <laughs> yes, I, I say so. Because uh, I, I opened up the link that you sent me, and, and I didn't have my glasses on. And I'm like, okay, poetry book, poetry. And then I, I took a better look when I put my glasses on to read. And I'm like, that doesn't say poetry at all. I'm, this is going to be uh, this is going to be pretty interesting. And <laughs> so I, I've read most of the book, and I've I've noticed some some thir- certain themes. I've noticed uh, a, a lot of uh, heavenly imagery. I've uh, I've noticed that uh, a lot of the poems are written from the woman's perspective, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it, uh, not all of it rhymes, but definitely some of them, uh, some of the poems that I read, you can almost hear it as a rap song. Was that uh, intentional? Uh, yeah, it's like spoken word, um, definitely. It's like a slam, like poetry slam type feeling like like you're in an open bar and everybody's watching you and you kind of have your little drink with you and you just talk into the crowd but yeah definitely it's wrote in that form oh yeah I, I certainly picked up on that and it just it just flows so nicely and uh i'm like okay i, I could i could see him sitting there at his at his at his writing desk and he's got his drink in hand and he's just the words are just flowing from your mind and uh and they're, and they're on the page and i'm like okay lots of imagery it's it's very cool uh, what would you say your your main themes are in your work, and n- not in just this book, but in overall all your writings? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, it's it's a broad spectrum. I'm I'm just now finishing like more of a historical short story, kind of document. It's kind of documenting like history, and it's called um, Nothing New Other Than the Sun. So that one's going to be more history based, and it's dealing with. Uh, Kind of like uh, when it's dealing with one enslaved person going from different parts of history and kind of just like diving into what's happening at that time. So some of my works are going to be like that, more historical and a little bit more political, I would say. And, of course, the short stories for the the kids, you know, the, the children's books. Oh, <laughs> They're sure. just fun. They're fun for, you know, women to look at, you know, hey, they get excited. Women love short story, uh, you know, kids books and stuff for their kids to read to them and kind of educate them. And uh, they're going to be a little bit more educational based and some of them is going to be for fun. And this one specifically, besides the, this, you know, the, I guess the self-improvement, I would say. This one specifically is touching on just um, identifying something that uh, we're all kind of lacking currently. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like everything's getting so virtual where people aren't really connecting to each other or they're not identifying pains anymore because of everything being so virtual. So the book is really based on just kind of helping people identify their pains as well as identify like that, you know, you need a raw connection with somebody mentally, emotionally, and spiritually before you start touching bases on other things. That's the one thing that I I did find 
as a common theme is is the theme of connection or the lack of connection that people mm. have that's that's what most of the uh, the poems were actually about either connecting on a deep spiritual level or just slightly missing that connection because of your own pain is is that mm. uh, am mm. i am i picking up what you're putting down absolutely definitely i wanted to identify pains and talk about really uncomfortable situations <laughs> but in an intellectual manner and sometimes in a more sleazy fun man- manner <laughs> Yes, yes. You had a little bit of everything in there. Uh, mm. a, a little bit of uh, dirty, sexy imagery, some more uh, spiritual plane of existence kind of poetry. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. really, really neat how you, uh, I don't know, kind of just connected with everything. Like there's a full spectrum of poetry there. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I wanted to do to make sure I could just touch the basis on a lot of different readers because um, even in my in my description, I tell people that it's not a poetry book. I tell people it's an experience because I'm, uh, I'm heavy on science. So that's why I did the chaos and order on both sides with black and white paging. You know, out of out of the dark comes the light. So I wanted the dark part to be the chaos because everything starts with chaos. Yes. So that's why I want to touch on the black pages first and then touch the order as the prose on the white side pages. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, that was part of the book because each each poem. You've, you've got the title and the subheading of chaos. Then you have the poem. Uh, and then on the next page, or even sometimes on the same page, you have uh, some, some drawings. And then you have the explanation of what the poem actually meant. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of uh, poets throughout history have ever done that. They, they leave it and it's up to your interpretation. But you actually break it down. And that's totally unique. Yeah, definitely. And I always tell people I don't be trying to toot my own horn, but I honestly have never seen a poetry book do that. So that's why I was like, I think it's one of a kind, honestly, just the simple fact of the theme, the theme that I try to drive. Yeah, no, I, I think you're totally right, because uh, back in university, I studied a lot of poetry in, in my English literature classes. And yeah, no, it, it's always been up to your own interpretation. So this is mm-hmm. def- definitely unique for sure. Now, the drawings, did you do those? Did you get somebody to do them for you? How did that come about? Uh, it was about 50-50. Um, I draw. I'm not the draw. I'm not like the illustrator or the artist in the family, but I can draw. Like I'm, I'm decent. But my older brother, he's the real. Like he's the real artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm the youngest, so you know, I'm just trying to do whatever they do. And um, my middle brother, he's the real creative writer type. But I'm a writer, so I kind of picked from both of them, and so, I, just, you know, kind of took them. So yeah. Yeah. So they're they're like uh, they inspire you. Exactly. They're my inspirations. And for sure. Do they write poetry too? Do they have books published? They don't. I honestly, um, I think I came out on top with the writing side of the family. <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> but uh, Frank, definitely my older brother. He's definitely the artist, so he, he's definitely better at the drawing and painting. But I, but I, I try and do both because I just find it it's really enjoyable for me. You can, you can tell because, um, well, actually, let's let's tell our listeners where would they get this book? Is it uh, is it only digital? Are there paper copies? Um, I have paperback copies that I have on a specialized link for signed ones that I that I send out myself, and it's also on Amazon. It was Amazon number one bestseller when it first came out. So yeah, definitely you can find it on Amazon. Just poetry, Darnley. That's that's impressive, and uh, I'll put all that stuff in in the show notes too. Uh, what what did uh, what did your brothers think of your uh, your your work here? Have they taken a look at it? Have they given you a constructive criticism? Yes, they have. They um they actually called me. Even like even my family that has read it too. It's it's pretty funny responses because they they call and they be like, "Wow, <laughs> that's the first thing they be like, wow." I'm like, oh, I'm like, hello, 
they'd be like, no, nah, man, this is this is this is different. I'm like, that's dope. And then some of them call and be like, oh man, I gotta try this with my wife because there's some stuff in there, you know, that's definitely um, more, um, like you said, sensual, like spiritually and sensual, like connected, more like tantric. Yes, yes, I was gonna say that, like almost as a uh, a user's guide for the woman's body in, in some of these poems that you've written. Like this is yeah. this is how you make love, guys. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? Yeah, just new stuff to try. It always definitely just stuff to try. You know, hey, look, maybe pray before you have sex. You know, it's a few. Uh, I have a poem in about that as well. Like, you know, try different stuff with them because things get boring, things get monotonous. You know, so it's good to just kind of break make, out and different stuff. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have uh, a favorite poem or poems from the collection? That you could maybe uh, do some uh, spoken word for us, so that uh, the listeners can get a bit of an idea. Um, and that's so funny that you say that. Um, I've had people ask me to read them, and I can I can always read them, but I always tell people I disconnect from the art. It's like a, it's I think it's maybe um, a personal thing. I don't know. I can definitely read one, but um, yeah, I always tell people I don't like to get connected to the art because you know. It's, I was too connected from the time that I've been like I've been writing like my whole life. I didn't. I was like I'll never publish a book or nothing like that. I don't want people to see it, you know, because they're like your babies. You know, they're like your little creative babies, and you know, you don't want to take your baby out into the world. Oh no, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the right shoes, the right bib. You know, people talk about oh you got the dirty bib, you know, the cheap bib. <laughs> so um, yeah, definitely. Um, I I can I tell people I cannot recite any of them. I don't remember them at all. I write them. I edit them. Mm-hmm. I give a thumbs up to myself and a pat on the back and I just, that's it. I don't try and remember them. So, but I can definitely read one whenever like, you know, time permits it. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds good. Uh, because back, back in my, uh, post-secondary school days, I, I took some English literature. I, uh, I wrote some poetry. I did some poetry readings as well, but that, that was, uh, that, that was super uh, uncomfortable. Uh, have you gone to poetry readings yourself? Yes, I have, and I and I definitely understand. I think that's one of the biggest phobias they say is uh, stage fright. I believe so. Yeah, definitely, I understand. Like it's it's definitely like it's a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety. Yeah, and and especially because it's it's your creation, and then you put that out into the world, and everybody's judging you. So mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable, just like you said. Yeah, you're trying to figure out if you're received well. You're like, dang, did I say that? You know, did they like it? Mm, you know, it's so much to go through your head while you're reading. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. cause you put that out there and you're like, am I the only one who thinks these thoughts? <laughs> you know, am I crazy? <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I have a I just try to make little quotes for myself. And that was one of them. That I was like, oh, as a kid, I used to ask questions a lot because I thought that I wanted more information on things. But in reality, I was trying to find out if there was other people that thought like me. But right. Yeah. yeah. Cause we all, we all feel like we're our own unique individuals and nobody else is going through the same thing, but it turns out everybody's going through the same thing. <laughs> everybody, just, nobody talks what, about it. That's literally kind of like the theme of the book. Like everybody's hurting, healing, everybody's loving, everybody's having fun. Like everybody's doing everything. Yes. And it's just kind of like, um, I think the proper term for it, I think it's kind of made up to those called sunder. Mm-hmm. And sunder means that the realization of basically that everyone around you is going through and having the most complicated life just like you. Yes, yes. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, most people don't talk about it. So everybody feels mm-hmm. alone. And then some, exactly. somebody like you will come along and publish some poems or a book or something else, a podcast, a song. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think the biggest response I've had to that one is uh, I have a poem called Pleasurable Rape. 
and that one's most of the time I get a lot of cries and people saying thank yous and uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of emotion behind it because um the theme of it is basically saying that um the woman is hurting from the rape physically her body enjoyed it but her mental didn't so it's like a fight between the two and uh just talks about being sensitive to those people because you know they they kind of hate themselves that their body enjoys something that they're you know that their mind was you know absolutely against and you know kind of in pain of so yeah and that's the one that you get uh, the most response from as far as yeah like when it comes to um deep heartfelt responses because you know people always give the hey man that's amazing i like the imagery or you know i like the word play but as far as like drawing something out of people yeah that one definitely and um there's a couple other ones but that one specifically i've heard you know people actually you know get a real hard response from and nothing uh, too negative from any of the listeners or readers uh nothing nothing so far oh that's good that's excellent yeah no- I think somebody, well, one person said they couldn't read it. They supported it. They was like, um, <laughs> they read the name, and then I had, like, physical copies, and I showed them. I was like, oh, yo, check it out, you know, just look through it, you know. This is the one copy you can just look through, see if you want to purchase. Right. And she seen the word, and she was like, oh, this is way too vulgar, but I'm going to support still. So she's still supported, but, you know, the wording is definitely not for uh for like um i guess the, the faint of prude. heart <laughs> yeah yeah the heart prude people you know people are a little too prude i get it like shoot yeah. yeah but i wanted it to be raw though i didn't want it to be like normal poetry where it's very romanticized you know and mm-hmm. everything's cute and fluffy some of that's in there too but i definitely wanted other parts to be very raw and very like realistic because there's a lot of stuff that we deal with that people just like you said they just don't talk about so i was like oh let me just put it out there yeah yeah like from what i've read uh I'm, I think, three quarters of the way through, and it's it's not light and fluffy like you said. <laughs> there, there, there are there are moments, but there's there's a lot of rawness, a lot of uh, depth to it. Um, what I wanted to know is what gave you the idea to write some of these uh, poems from the perspective of the the female point of view. Um, definitely, I wrote a lot of them from the female point of view because I feel like uh, a lot of times their voice is kind of like silence, you know, mm-hmm. from different reasons. And uh, just being raised by really good women and seeing what they went through, I was like, you know, it would probably be pretty dope if I just kind of take what I have and my appreciation for women and kind of just try and channel that energy, which took a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, a lot of talking to um, women and consulting with them and kind of asking them questions and really seeing what was on their heart. Just kind of like taking all those opinions and different conversations and stuff I've done wrong is myself. I'm not clean at all, but um, definitely not clean. But uh, yeah, just taking all that and saying, okay, this is my interpretation of what you know potentially occurred. Okay, I like that. I like that, and and you can you can definitely tell you did a lot of thought. Uh, you had a lot of thought. You did a lot of conversations with ladies uh, to mm-hmm. to get that perspective. It's not just something that you pulled out of your arse or whatever. No, definitely. Every I always tell people, nobody's original. We all take. I mean, you have to have conversations with people. Like even with, well, I don't care which art it is. You had a conversation with somebody. There was something that you took from old times and you read and you said, okay, that's dope. I'm just going to put it in my own art form and, you know, my own artistry. But yeah, definitely. We all, it's just, that's life. That's how it is. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. I got to finish reading it. I I was hoping that I would get a chance, but it's been a busy week, but uh, yeah, like I said, three quarters of the way through, I'm definitely going to finish it. Um, So 
let's do a little bit of a plug here for you. You said you can buy it on Amazon. Yes, definitely. You can buy it on Amazon. Do you have uh, another personal website that uh, people could look you up with or anything like that? Uh, it's, it's a personal, it's a specialized link. If you follow me on Instagram and just just write poetry as the message, I'll see the message and then I'll, that's usually how I do it. Because I know some people are uncomfortable with seeing like a uh, third party, you know, people come up unless they come straight to you for it. Then it's like, okay, I know it, it's from you. So that's cool. Right. Okay. But if they follow me on Instagram at Darren, D-A-R-I-N, Lee, L-E-E underscore, and just type in poetry as a message, just send a message to poetry and I'll, I'll know exactly what it is. That's how that's in there. Okay. So it's at Darren Lee underscore. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's good. All of our listeners, if they're on Instagram, they can follow you there. Uh, how about uh, to finish off, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and let you recite one of your poems. Um, sure. That, let's go for it. Let's see which one. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you which one did you like more so to see if we read it the same way. That would be interesting. <laughs> let's see. I've got it. I've got the PDF here. Um, let's see. I've just been reading them all the way through. There was <laughs> there was one. I can't remember the name of it, but it really flowed like a like a rap song kind of a thing. And I wish I could remember which one it was. Oh, you remember a, a line in it maybe or something like maybe the what it was about. <sighs> Well, they're all pretty similar in in that they're all about sex. But <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I'm just looking and scrolling through here, and it's, it's hard to remember which one it was. And this one was, uh, this one was definitely. He said this one was, was it. It was about it was about sex, or was it um, something else? It's, it's hard to remember because I've just been reading through them all. And I no, I got. I didn't write them down. It might have been love at first science. That could be it. It it just. It just really flowed so well, and it was like you could actually hear it with music accompaniment in your head, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, I think that's probably it. And uh, it's like the carbon, the carbon twelve ether one, my carbon twelve ether. Oh, that might be it, actually. Yes. Yeah, I about to say probably because I about to say it's repeating itself, and I feel like that's more of like a, a song type of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that sounds right. Okay, yeah, I'll read that one. That's cool. That's fine. That works. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. My carbon twelve ether. You had me at your skin of melanin and sheer intelligence, making it evident that your penile gland and pituitary gland were working in coalesce. Your hair defined gravity. Your mind illuminates heaven sent. Your body was chemistry, was filled in heaven sent. Delivering me that which is heaven sent, my carbon-12 ether. My eyes have touched the surface, but I'm trying to go deeper. Within the realm of divinity, you and I unite. Esoteric and spiritual with inextricable interwoven in the most delicious manner my carbon 12 ether your biology speaks to me as a teacher i listen to your luscious lips sending vivacious vibrations to my every occasion i'm pacified by your caring eyes you're oh so sweet frequencies take me to where i need to be my carbon 12 ether we join together in science the knowing of nature patents us permissible partners we were composed in a timeless novel by impeccable Arthur, created with profuse amounts of extravagant elements. We are what we are. Yes, yes, that's uh, that's definitely one of them for sure. Uh, there, there was three or four altogether that uh, really had that flow down to it, and it's just mm -hmm. just incredible. And you, you got to have some music to it. You got to you got to put out like an album or something. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what people keep saying, like, do like an audio. And I was like, geez, I have to go actually. actually I, like I said, I don't even read them like that. I literally wrote them out. 
I don't know where they come from sometimes. I, I think a lot of artists say that too. Sometimes you're just like you sipping a little bit. You got some little jazz playing. I usually have jazz or like, you know, like some Nina Simone or something light playing in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, you know, some John Coltrane, you know, something like that. And it's playing and things just, I don't know, words just start flowing in your head. And that's really it. So I was like, uh, I'll probably have to read them then. Or I might have to hire someone. <laughs> there, really don't yeah i just don't <laughs> well there's there's a lot of really good uh voiceover artists out there that's for sure so if you ever wanted to have it on a cd or something and not be your own voice then uh mm-hmm. that, that's that's something you can look into one day i'm sure yeah definitely okay so you're uh you, you've got this book out this is your first one yes you've, you've got more in the works and they're all coming Yes, definitely. I, I trademarked the name, Poetry, so whenever you trademark a title, that's a book, you have to make it a series. So it'll be a three- to four-part series. Oh, very cool, very cool. And so the the best place for people to, to get your book would be on Amazon or also by uh, sending you a message on the Instagram. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to let us know about? Uh, anything upcoming? Anything about you personally? Any uh, Any more promotional things that we can follow you on? Um, no, definitely just follow me on uh, Instagram at Darren Lee, and that is D-A-R-I-N-L-E-E underscore. Uh, message me, Holy Tree, if you want a specialized um, copy where I can sign it, send a little message to you, and I'll have it to you. As well as that, that's pretty much it. Most things that are coming up new, just look out for the, the series that I have done soon. I'll say probably like in a couple, couple months or so, I'll put out another book and just look out for the series, and that's pretty much it. Sounds good. And so if anybody does want to follow you, Instagram is the best spot. Are, are you on Twitter as well or anything like that? Uh, no, just Instagram. Instagram's like, my, that's the main platform. I don't, I try to stay on one because it's, it's a lot. It's so many social ways now. You got TikTok and everything. So oh, yeah, yeah, there's too many. It's hard to, hard to keep up with everything. That's for sure. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, stopping by the Soul Forge and uh, letting us know a little bit about yourself. Definitely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you taking your time out. Most welcome. All right, wasn't that a great interview? Once again, I'd like to thank Darren for coming on and uh, being a guest on Soulforge and sharing with all of us his writings and just for being uh, part of the program. So go check out his work, and uh, we'll be back again next week with another exciting episode for you. So take care, do all the things, and remember, a house that has a library in it has a soul. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soulforge podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links, and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.